Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggins. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into episode 97 of What the Howl. I am not Jared Boggus. I am PBG. Aha, uh-huh. PBG from the AOD, AOB coming in hot today. Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome here alongside Mr. PBG from the AOB. Matt, we're one seat short today. We are. As long as we're not one short seat. We're not. We're just one, one seat short. Yeah. Seashells by the seashore. Exactly. Because Jared's tall. He is tall, and he is also in Pensacola at the beach with his wife on vacation, having a great time. He's down there with our golf teams. Oh. No, he's not. No, I'm he's kidding. Not. He, he's, not. No, he's not. He he's not down there with our golf teams. He is it is spring break and uh and Jared has taken a couple of days of well needed, well deserved uh rest. Uh Jared, we hope you are having fun eating lots of shrimp and uh shrimp tacos. He's a big he's a big shrimp taco fan. Buffalo shrimp tacos. Good to know. We do miss you, Jared. We do miss you. Yes. Well, we're gonna get right into the episode without Jared. So I'm going to be taking over the reins for today. As Captain Darrell would say, I'm the captain now. <laughs> so we're going to recap last week. We're going to someone to howl about, and we're going to preview this week. As they have done 96 times, and I've done about six times. 96. That's a lot of times. We still have to We still have to get I, – I need, we need shout-outs. We need people to let us know uh, what we need to do on our 100th episode. We're three, we're three episodes away. Captain Darrell hasn't given us anything yet. I still want a cookie cake. Just throwing that out there, <laughs> cookie cake. But that's we're we're on the we we're not video. Well, maybe we'll video it. Hmm. That'd be cool. I don't know. Well, anyway, let's get into track and field where they hosted the inaugural UWG Legends track meet this past Saturday yeah. and took first place. Took first place. What a great meet! A great day all around. It was a long day, uh, but but was it was beautiful weather. Now pollen was an issue. Pollen was an issue everywhere this weekend in in Georgia. If you're in Georgia, you are you are part of the Yellow Brick Road, and and I apologize for that. Um, but uh, a great, great day. 225 points. That's a lot. We nearly doubled the next team. That's a lot. That, it's, it, that is a lot. We, we, we scored in a lot of different events, um, and, uh, and, but the, the atmosphere, the excitement, uh, the alumni that were back. See, we had a really good track program back in the 70s, and, uh, and all of those guys are, were back. And, uh, and then we, came, we returned with track and we were we've been very good in track. Uh, we were the first Gulf South Conference women's champion. So a lot of those young those ladies were back as well. Not there's not they're not young anymore. I mean they are, but they're not. They're they're young and compared to me, not to you. Right. And uh and so having them back and uh, and on campus, they were excited. Every one of them. It was funny. There was a video camera there from uh, from uh, WTV on campus here. Uh, that she was doing a, a project of some sort, and every one of those uh, of those uh, former track meet, track athletes that are, that are, are of the new, new uh, the newer generation wanted to be right in front of the camera talking about it. It was it was fantastic seeing that they were excited to be there. Um, took first place in several events, several a lot five thousand meter run, fifteen hundred meter run, five thousand was Coley Branham. 1500 was Adela Bello Vava, which I don't normally say that one. Jared normally says that one, but I've been practicing since he was not going to be here today. I'm proud of you. It's a, that's a tough name to say. We love her. She was one of the, one of our first. Uh, she was one of our first student athletes on the show. So 
uh, happy for her. 3,000 meter steeplechase. That was um, Kendall Sparks. And uh, that was an event that everybody was saying, I want to see. I want to stick around for. I want to see. And it did not disappoint. Because do you know what steeplechase is? I have no idea. Okay, so they run around the track like six times. It's a 3,000 meter. Maybe It may have even been eight. I'm not sure. It's a lot of meters. And then there are three hurdles around the track. And they're bigger hurdles. They look, they 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 look they they go across like four lanes. They're lo- they're wider hurdles, and um and there's one where it's on the other side of it. It's like um let's see here. It's like an obstacle course because there's a water pit on the other side of it. Okay, they have to jump as far over the pit as they can. Most people are not going to jump all the way. And then, and so they're landing one foot in some of the time. I, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. The Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. You see, you see. Okay. Yeah. I'm there. So, um, the first one, there, there were several can, there were several people running. They all three, um, hit the, hit the, uh, hit the hurdle at the same time. And two of them, not Kendall. Kendall did, Kendall, every, she was very, very consistent in that, in that race. She was she was jumping and uh, Coach Brian Bailey was telling me about it. He he was like, "You got to come off so that you're coming one foot in the water and one foot's dry, so that you, you can keep moving and both feet aren't dead by the end of the by the end of the race." Right. Well, um, the first two basically jumped straight down into the pool, and it it, it the, so you're soaked already. Both the whole, the whole thing all soaked. Yep. So. And and so you're you you got all this water on you, and and then you're having to run seven more laps. Yeah, with all this water on you, water on your feet. I I it it takes a special kind of person to run that event. I'm telling you. I don't even like running when I'm completely dry. <laughs> so I can only imagine running soaking wet. So, but Kendall did a great job. She won that fair, fairly handily. Um, uh, one of the girls, uh, she almost completely dove in it was um it was not it was it it, it was hard to watch because yeah. after that i mean she's completely head to toe soaked mm-hmm. so um but hammer throw a new school record for melita marie roachford she is she you, you you know when you're standing over there watching at the at the uh at the cage and you hear all the athletes go whoo that usually means something happened for sure the, and the, a, a big throw yeah and most of the time when she threw that was what happened same thing for brandy yeah. people wooed a lot for brandy um brandy Bodie, for those of you who uh don't know uh the four by 100 uh relay we won that one as well that was uh kira montefusco was in that um i forget all the others maybe maybe shamaya perry was in that one Bryant, Bryant Derricott, who who else was in the in the winning? Uh, uh, Hannah Dunstan, Montefusco, Patience Collier, Mia Culpepper. Okay, um, so that's a that's a get big group. Mia Culpepper then won the hundred meter dash, uh, and then um, and Mia won also the triple jump. So big weekend for the Wolves. Um, a lot of good things happening, but I'll tell you what. More than anything else, it was it was the it, I can't talk enough about the excitement that was uh that was uh coming from the alums because they are pumped about this 
and about the track, about being able to host events again on campus. They are really, really excited. And we are, and they really, really stepped up and supported this event very well. And we're thankful for that support. It's, it, it's, it's really, really going to help this program. The, 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 the upgrades that happened to the track this past fall will pay dividends well beyond and for many, many years. It's very exciting. 100%. Well, let's move on to women's golf, who finished up the Lady Bearcat Invitational last Tuesday. And the team finished fourth overall with a 308 on day one and a 305 on day two to give them 613 overall. That pushed them into fourth. And Angela Cowart finished tied second on the entire day for her singles, hit a first round 75 and a second round 71 to push her into second place. Yeah, and I think she's in she's in the top 15 nationally as well. Um, so Ainsley's playing very, very well. She's got a good shot of making the regional. Last year we made the regional because we won the conference championship. So mm-hmm. hoping for that again. I know that she's gunning for that conference championship because last year she fell just short of the individual title. Um, and she was in she was in the in the clubhouse with with the lead, and then uh, the 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 young lady who ended up winning came out came came up from behind and uh and took it there uh so i know ainsley is is gunning for that conference championship this year for sure running down the rest of the competitors uh maddie schultz finished tied for 17th with a 77 and a 76 uh ari samuel finished tied for 27th with a 76 and 79 erica couch tied 55th with an 80 and an 81 and then Catherine dinsmore finished tied 58th with an 83 and a 79 so all around Nice performances are the Wolves at the Lady Bearcat Invitational. Yeah, and that's a tough that's a tough tournament. Catherine Densmore, that's that's a little bit un, uncharacteristic for her. She's usually up higher than that. Um, so as our number three, she's usually higher than you know Ari and, and Erica. So, um, but uh, yeah, it, just a little bit better on the scoring, and and uh, we're right in the hunt there. So for sure, and both golf teams are in. Pensacola this week yep. coming up. We'll preview that later on in the show, but just to give you where they're at this week. We'll move it right on to the Diamond Sports. One Diamond Sport didn't play this week. That was softball. They mm-hmm. had the weekend off. Spring break. But baseball did play. Played four games this week, and they won two and lost two. Yeah, two and two week from uh, from baseball. All of them at Coalfield, um, so we're on a bit of a home stand right now. Uh, Tuesday night's game has been canceled, so um, but uh, so that would have been uh, like seven in a row or something like that at home, um, but or no eight, right? Eight. I think it was eight. Eight in a row. Eight eight game home stand. Uh, but midweek loss to North Georgia. North Georgia is a, a really good program, um, and uh, the the wind really uh gave a lot of help oh yeah uh to to both teams i mean brody wortham led off the game with a home run for the wolves that was very cool yeah oh yeah yeah big time he's that was i think three home runs in in uh three games for him yeah i think so yeah because he hit two yes he hit two that night um so two of our four runs came off the bat of brody wortham um but uh uh got matched a little bit with north georgia's power because they had a guy hit two, but two other guys hit a home run as well. Yeah, they they had a lot of lefties in the lineup, and the wind seemed to be blowing out to right field, and they just tanked them all over the place out in right field. And um, Charlie Toll and Colin Moore also had a multi-hit game for the Wolves, just wasn't enough. And on the mound, the game plan was nine pitchers, nine innings for 
head coach yep. Jeff Smith. So all, to, to, he wanted the whole staff it. He he knew he needed his uh, his starters for the weekend. Needed needed his regulars. So trying to get everybody a little bit of a of a of a chance there. And the only guy that didn't finish his inning was Hodnick. He only finished a third of an inning, and Pete Meyer had to come in and do one and two thirds. Yeah. And I don't think did he pitch during the weekend? He pitched one time. Yeah. In yeah, one game. Yep. Well, we'll get into the weekend as the Wolves took two of three from non-conference opponent Tusculum this weekend. And Matt, all three games decided by one run. One run, and uh, and I'm I, I I hate it for your voice because uh, wh- how many innings did we did we uh, did you call this weekend? Eleven plus nine plus ten. So thirty-four. Thirty-four. 30. I don't. Jared's our math pod guy. Yeah, may, maybe I'm maybe I'm not mathing right today. Eleven and 11, 10 11 and ten is twenty-one plus, plus nine, nine is, 30. is thirty-four. Yeah. Twenty-one plus nine is thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh so, man, man, man! Sport management major for you. I tried. I I, I really tried to make sure tr- make you believe that I I, uh, I thought it was thirty four there. April but. Fools was a couple of days. Ago. <laughs> you can't do that twice. So, but the first game, a, a an eight to seven loss, eleven innings. Uh, um, so he jumped out to a five nothing lead after three innings and looked really really good. Johnny Hickman throwing just BBs. He looked yeah. fantastic. He went three innings without allowing a base runner. Right. And I yeah. Thought, I think I tweeted it out. I think. I think I tweeted out something about through three innings without a blemish. Yeah. And then he immediately gave up back to back hits and I tweeted out, <laughs> I apologize. I apologize for that. My bad. My bad. I uh that one was on me. I'm sorry, yeah. Jeff. That one was on me. <laughs> Jinxed you. But uh took we, we just couldn't we, we couldn't find the we couldn't find the base pass after that. No. We I, yeah. We just couldn't do it after we got up to that five nothing lead and then outscored eight to two the rest of the game. That was that's the big stat there. Yeah. So Ezra Brown came in the seventh, dominated till the ninth, 2.2 innings pitched, nothing of everything. No walks, no runs, no hits, five strikeouts. I think he faced eight batters, five how, strikeouts. How many times does his hat fall off? 27 and a half. <laughs> Ezra's got a lot of hair. His hair is really long, and but it, it really has more to do with the way he whips his head. Right. He, his, he, he almost turns his head backwards and then whips it forward and when he do, when he whips it his hat comes off because his he has so much hair yeah and when when he came in to warm up when he came in yeah. originally his hat fell out the first time he just left it off yeah i saw that whole, yeah he was just he was just like i'm gonna put this over here yeah i thought so, that was funny but uh but yeah i you know ezra keep doing whatever you're doing you're pitching he's pitching really well very well this this season he had 17 appearances last year so he had a lot of appearances so he's not a stranger to that for for this year um but you know he's really really he's really commanding his pitches a lot better i think um his slider has really really gotten nasty it looks fantastic yeah that that left-handed god it's tough that's that's gotta be tough to hit Uh, watching that come in and as tall as he is six four Right. So, but uh, but how many innings has he pitched this year? He has pitched twelve and a third, but he's appeared twelve times. No, eleven times. He started once, but he only pitched the one inning. That was in the midweek. He's pitched twelve and a third, given up eleven hits, only four earned runs, six walks, eighteen strikeouts. Yeah. So that I mean that's that's a that's a really solid year out of the pen, and I you know I I got to I'm I've made myself Bryant over the last couple of years say out of the pen. I'm not. I, I don't say off the bench because because relievers are not bench players. Right. Everybody's got a role on the team. You you've got a role on your team. Um, it might be that your role is a pinch hitter. 
right. is to be a pinch hitter. But you're put in that position because you you can get clutch hits. You can you can still hit the ball and everything like that. Mm-hmm. It may be that you're a reliever. A reliever is very very important and not the same as a starter. So, right. um, so I, I want to make sure that that we all always make that distinction. Of course. And then in, on Saturday we played two with Tuscaloosa. We won both of them. In the first game, we won 6-5. to five. It was back and forth the entire way until the eighth inning. And then the Wolves just knocked the door down, scored three in that bottom of the eighth, and took a 6-3 to three lead in the ninth. But then the Pioneers started knocking. Really? They scored two in the top of the ninth. And then they had the tying run on second. Mm-hmm. And Jackson Hodnick was in the game. He struck out the guy to get the third out. Ball's in the dirt, so you got to complete the put out. And Charlie Toll's behind the plate. He kind of looked back at the home plate umpire to see what home plate umpire was calling. He didn't mo- he didn't motion at all. Made no motion. No motion. So runners booking it down first. And so Toll takes off down the line, makes a I mean it was it was a bad throw. Let's just put it the way it is. Call a spade a spade. Yeah. It was a bad throw. And if Brody Wortham just biggest scoop of his life because if he doesn't make that and then get back to the bag, we're we're playing extras for three straight games. Wow. Yeah, I, I forgot you weren't there. Yeah, no, I was not there. I was, yeah. I, I was, uh, I was tracking it all right. day Saturday. Yeah, me and Jared were there, uh, and then in game three we did win seven to six. We scored four in the bottom of the first again, just like we did in game one. We got off to a very hot start and then kind of just fell apart going mm-hmm. into the late innings. Um, and then after the fifth inning, no one scored again until it was the tenth inning, and that was the seven inning game. The, so we went to 10 and We seven. went to 10 innings in the seven-inning game. And we went to 11 on Friday night, is that right? That's correct. Mm. And they scored one in the top half of the 10th, and then we got a couple runners on. Calibro had a single to the outfield to tie it up, and then we got we had first and second. Charlie Toll was coming up. He had been – or no, it was Logan Fink coming up. He had a good weekend, mm-hmm. six, seven mm-hmm. for 16 or something. 438, yeah. He was coming up. They intentionally walked him to get to Charlie Toll, who had struggled a lot during the series. Yeah. With one out, base loaded one out, he strikes out. Oh. So it's bases loaded two outs. Wow. And Edgar Cruz is coming up, Rico, and he takes a four-pitch walk. Walk it off, see you. We're going home with the series win. A walk-off walk. It was incredible. Wow. I had told Jared the inning before. He could hear me on the stream, and I said – I'd be just as excited for a walk-off walk as I would be a walk-off home run. And were you? I was. Uh, good. He, he told me challenge accepted, and I, I got It's a excited. walk! I wasn't that excited, but <laughs> I got pretty excited. I was ready to go home. Yeah, absolutely. Long weekend, uh, but productive. Got uh, two wins out of the weekend, big time uh, there, 16 and 14 going into this weekend. Um, and uh, we've got... Uh, we got those guys in red and black from down south uh, coming up here this weekend. Big series coming up. We'll talk about it yep. a little bit later. Let's move on to tennis, who could not conquer the gauntlet. They tried their best, went down to Pensacola, played four games in three days. Yeah. And uh, they lost all four. Uh, lost Mississippi College, Valdosta State, West Florida, and Christian Brothers. Uh, what do you What do you know? It, it you know I, what I know is that our conference is a really tough conference in the in the world of tennis. Uh, all, all of them very very tough. There, there's really not a, a weak opponent at all. Um, and uh, and this weekend we ran into four of the best. And uh, so every one of those teams has double digit wins this year. Um, just it's it's tough. It's a very tough week. But we got a chance to bounce back at home this week. Two matches at home to end up the season. We got Delta State on Wednesday at two o'clock, and then. Uh, Saturday will be Senior Day, um, and Camille Portelier is uh, still the na- the uh, 
leader all time in wins at uh, number in number one singles. Uh, she's had a very good career for us, and uh, and it'll be a good send off for her for sure. Well, Matt, it's that time. It's time to get to howling. Howling. You get to go first. Well, I texted Jared as I was walking back in from lunch, and I said, is there anybody you want to howl about, Jared? He said, anybody that had a hand in the Legends track meet this Saturday, Jared was howling for you. So Ah, so, so collective. Collective howl for the Legends track meet out of Jared Boggess. Nice selection. Oh, yeah, yeah, good. That's good. I like that. So, uh, so um, but uh, is it your turn now? Um, you go. I need to think. You, so I get to go? Yes, it's your turn. Okay, it is my turn. Um, let's see here. So, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Coley Branham. I'm going to go Coley Branham. Okay. I may have used her before. I'm not sure. But Coley Branham, she ran really, really well this weekend. I, I was really proud of, of her effort and, 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 and how she ran. Um, Mia Culpepper is another one that, that would have been right there with, with her. Um, cause Mia's really, really turned into a, a stellar, uh, runner slash jumper for us. Uh, but but Coley, it, she didn't start out as a track person. She's a cross country person. No, I mean, not cross country. She she didn't start off as a track or cross country person. She's a soccer player. And so now I've ha- I've known people that said soccer is is uh, is cross country with a ball. I don't agree with that. I don't think it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's much more. I agree than that. But there are people who who would say that because they do a lot of running. They do in in a in a soccer game uh, soccer match. So. Uh, but uh, Coley Branham, good good weekend, winning the five thousand. So uh, I'm gonna go with Coley. Not a bad selection there. My turn. I'm gonna choose a diamond sport again. Uh, shocker there, I know it is. Um, won't be a pitcher. It's gonna be Logan Fink. Logan this Fink. week. He um he started out the season as a starter mm-hmm. in the outfield. He had a good opening series and an opening midweek. He was very good. And then he hit, you know, he hit the struggle bus as a lot of people do during the course of a season. I uh, got replaced in the outfield, um, mm-hmm. but now his turn's coming back around. He's getting another chance to play. He's sitting on a nice hitting streak. He's playing very well in the outfield. Um, it would have been easy to call the season, chalk it up, quit trying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to him this morning, Wolves Athletics Weekly. Yeah, go check it out. UWGAthletics.com. Had to plug it at least once. That's only one time. We hadn't done that enough. Today. I know it's crazy. Um. But, yeah, Logan Fink, you deserve it, man. So the Legends track meet, Coley Branham and Logan Fink, this one's for you guys. Yes. Sorry, Captain Darrell. It would have been you, but Logan Fink had a better weekend. (laughs) Coming up this week, remember to keep checking UWGAthletics.com as we are still in the outdoor sports. Uh, baseball has already gotten a game called this week due to weather in the forecast, so always stay up to date on UWGAthletics.com as well as UWG Athletics on social media. But coming up today as this podcast will be dropping, the men's and women's golf is going to be finishing up at that Argonaut Invitational down in Pensacola, so we'll be looking to see what those results are going to be. And then on Wednesday, tennis is going to be hosting Delta State at Sunset Hills. So if you're around and want to watch some tennis, come on out to Sunset Hills and watch UWG. Absolutely. Then Friday and Saturday, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're going to have um, Valdosta State in town. Baseball will go Friday evening at 5 p.m. against the uh, against the Blazers. And then doubleheader at 1 on Saturday, all at Cole Field. And then uh, softball will start on Saturday at 1, 
with a with a with a single game on Sunday as well. So, and then uh, tennis finishes up with Senior Day on Saturday against uh, SCAD Atlanta. So the Savannah College of Art and Design, most definitely. And Valdosta State is not liked around these parks. So you got six opportunities to come watch your Wolves in action. Try to take down the Blazers this weekend. Please show up. Might get a Dingers Club T-shirt in the process. Dingers Club T-shirts going all around. Hoping, hoping for plenty of Dingers Club T-shirts this weekend. Listen, the big, biggest gift that you can give is, is of your resources and your time. You've t- spent your time today listening to PBG and I talk about our wolves. We've missed Jared, but you've definitely given of your time, and we're greatly appreciative of our listeners and fans of West Georgia Athletics. Hopefully, you're a benefactor of the program, and we're grateful for every penny that is given to our wolves. If you're not, would like to be a part of the amazing things that happen here in Carrollton. There are plenty of opportunities for you to give to athletics through the University Development Office. Remember to follow us online at uwgathletics.com and on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at UWG Athletics. Remember to download the UWG Game Day Experience app. It is your it is your game program in the palm of your hand right there with UWG Game Day Experience app available at any app store. If you liked what you heard today, leave us a five-star review. You'll get a shout-out. Are we still doing Dinger Club t-shirts for sure? We'll do one more week of Dinger's Club t-shirts. One more, final, one more week. Final opportunity to get a Dinger's Club t-shirt. Leave us a five-star review. It takes literally a minute and a half. Yes. And get you a Dinger's Club t-shirt. Leave your address. We'll get it to you. Absolutely. Well, uh, how do we how do we sign off? We normally Jared and I normally have this down pat. It's, it's, it's he, he says... Um, uh, he says, "I'm uh, th- that'll do it for our that'll do it for our episode this week." I'm Jared Bogus, and I just work here, and I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome. And then I chime in with I'm PBG from the AOB. Next week, you'll hear Jared say, "What the hell?" Nope. Oh, thank you for listening to the greatest West Georgia podcast ever produced. What the hell? I forgot. I'm sorry, Jared. <laughs>